Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in Austin's interview with Devin Abden. We hope you enjoy. Yeah, I enrolled in college because I, I realized I could get more money by being enrolled in college. So I had all this money from being overseas, plus I was getting paid every month to go to college, and they were paying for my college. And so I started to be like the guy who would buy the stuff and use the stuff and not really sell it to make money, but just have it to hang out with people. So yeah. I would always have like Xanax and weed and always bring the alcohol to the party. And, um, was, yeah, still just try and fit in, um, mm-hmm. even after all that. So I, I eventually out of that six year contract, I did uh, about five years and I just stopped showing up. Uh, you have to report once a month for drill. It's what they call it in the national guard. And I just stopped showing up. And one day, uh, our lieutenant and the first sergeant came to my house to get me. They drove to my apartment in a Humvee, and I was inside scared to death. And they were knocking on my door, and I just didn't answer. And uh, I didn't know what was going to happen, but they went away. So they went Mm away. Uh, About two weeks later, I got some discharge papers in the mail. So they actually, uh, like, honorably discharged me. They didn't dishonorably discharge me or anything. So I'm pretty thankful for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, during that time, I didn't really reach out to any of the leadership team in the army. I didn't really reach out for help. I just kind of just hit it all and just skated by mm. But the army, even though I had this idea in my mind of what I was looking for, it did not turn out anything like that. Yeah. So what happened so, after that? Uh, so after that, I continued to spiral down and out just surrounding myself with people I should have been around and you know the drugs and alcohol and um my family started to get tired of me like my mom even started to get tired of me my grandma started to get tired of me my stepdad to the point where like they didn't even want me around anymore and when I did come around it was like the you know hide all the pills in the house and take the piggy banks away because I would even like when I would run out of money just be stealing money from them or like literally stealing my little niece's piggy banks and stuff. So, um, yeah, man, it just continued to go like that. My family pushed me away and had some pretty solid boundaries, but they never quite gave up on me. And so uh, there were a few times my grandma and and my mom had found some rehabs for me that I would try out. And, um, you know, the 30 day or the two week and, um, it worked okay for a little bit, but I would just get out still lacking any direction at all for idea of what I was doing with my life. And so I would just quickly be back where I was. Um, but then all of a sudden, you know, like the friends that I used to hang out with and that used to accept me, they stopped like hanging out with me and accepting mm-hmm. me. Um, and I think a lot of that is because I started to run out of money and not bring as much to the table as I used to. So yeah. uh, I just didn't have any value to them. And so I really started to like just isolate and be alone. Um, and I would bounce back and forth between you know, my mom's, my grandma's, a couple of friends' couches. I would go to Indiana. Uh, my grandma would pay for plane ticket for me to go to Indiana and stay up there with my aunt for a little bit. And we, I would just be doing the same thing. So she'd buy me a ticket back and I'd just be doing the same freaking thing over and over. Hmm. Um, yeah. And that just kind of continued for most of my adult life really I'd say so for get, at least 10 years 
Yeah. So you got out of got out of the the army when you were 25. And then the next 10 years, it was just bouncing back and forth between Indiana and Florida. Um working odd jobs. Yeah. I'd so, found something um that I actually like to do in Indiana. Actually, my uncle had a tree business, and so I was uh-huh. I worked with him. Yeah, I worked with him. I just found a love for chainsaws and stuff. So uh yeah, I worked with him up until I just fell all the way apart and came to the refuge. So how did, what did that, what did the, I guess the month or so leading up to coming into the refuge look like for you? Like, cause it, it's a, it's a pretty big commitment. The refuge being, uh, 13 months long at that yeah. time. So I had, uh, so that month before, uh, I was in Indiana and just doing tree work i my uncle had some property and he had a little shed out there i just lived in the shed um because he didn't even want me to like be in his house or be around him he just wanted me to go to work because mm-hmm. i can make him a lot of money uh, so yeah that's what that looked like man just uh just being there and, um actually you know i was engaged at that point uh, i had found a girl who was willing to be in a relationship with me uh, we were engaged. Uh, we moved in together like two weeks before I came to the refuge. We got an apartment together, um, you know, planned this whole life. And uh, yeah, we were engaged and like planning out kids and all that. And um, and I had just finally fell apart. I remember one day she came home from work uh, and I was just sitting on the couch, just in the dark, like just in an absolute mess. And she, uh, she left that night. She packed all her crap up and she left me. Um, and it was, let's see, that was, that was Super Bowl weekend of 2018. Mm. And so that was a Saturday night she left me. Um, went and watched the Super Bowl with my sister. My sister invited me over to her and her boyfriend's house. And I went over there and Watch the game with them, but I couldn't even watch the game. I was just sitting in the garage, like just falling apart, crying, and wondering what the heck I was going to do. And I think my sister invited me over because her and my mom had been talking, and they found they found a refuge. They found a place for me to try. Um, and so the next day, my sister let me sleep with her at her house. Um, and the next day, my mom and my sister drove me over to Columbus. It's about a, about a two hour drive from Lawrenceburg, where they live, mm-hmm. where my sister lives. And so, yeah, they drove me to, to the church on a Monday after Super Bowl weekend, and that's how I got here. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back with part three in our interview with Devin tomorrow. We'll see you then.